Hello, welcome back to another episode. I wanted to say thank you before I dive in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say it enough. Um, This podcast has been growing really quickly lately and a huge part of that is because so many of you have been sharing it and putting it on your socials and honestly, like it just, it just makes my day and you know, sometimes I sit in my office with my microphone talking to myself and I'm like, you know, it's hard sometimes to remember that there's humans out there that actually find it helpful and useful and beneficial and it actually helps people. So just getting really nice messages lately and seeing it on your socials has just been like a dream, an absolute dream. So thank you. I wanted to start uh, with all my gratitude and I'm really pumped to talk about today's topic, which is all things visualization. All of my clients will know and to the level up your life, girls will all know that visualization is one of my favorite. And in fact, I would say probably the most underutilized and underrated tools that we have at our at our in our toolkit as human beings. And so in today's episode, I basically want to talk about visualization in terms of what it is, how you can do it, what it's used for, the different types um, and the processes, the benefits and how you can use it in your life, not only to bring about your goals and to do some goal setting sort of um, practices and really bring them into existence much quicker. It's also really great for manifestation, like probably my go-to practice. Um, And it's also really good. I use visualization with clients in overcoming nerves and overcoming stress or anxious sort of situations. So there's so many different types of visualization. So I'm going to go through a few of those today um, and I'm going to answer all the questions that came up on my Instagram page because there was quite a lot. So let's just dive in. I, first of all, just want to preface this by saying, as you are listening to this podcast, become really aware of the stories that you're telling yourself as I start to explain the powerful, powerful tool of imagination. I often have a lot of clients um, who will come to me and say like, I don't know, I'm just not a very creative person or I'm just really shit with my imagination. And that right there is a story and nine times out of 10, it's not a truth. A lot of the time we sort of, when we delve deeper, even into that, that story, it's like, oh, well, I don't know. My art teacher told me, or I, my English teacher told me at school that I wasn't very creative or I wasn't, you know, I never did really well at the imaginative tasks at school, whatever. The truth is as human beings, we all have an imagination, full stop. We all do. And it's perfect, but like most things that we don't practice, it's we can lose the skill of it. So visualizing is largely about reconnecting with that beautiful, that skill that we have, that gift that we have as humans to use an imagination. And when you really think about the gravity of what your imagination can do, it's insane. Like every single thing in our universe, in this 21st century, and we live in an amazing 21st century. We're so innovative. We've got so much amazing new technologies. We've progressed so much as a society. And it's all because of our imagination. And it's because people who think big and really think critically, they hold a vision in their mind. And everything that we see was once literally just a vision in somebody's mind. Everything. 
even if you look at your own life, your own situation at the moment, I'm sure you will be able to have a look and go, actually, I, I, I visualized this. Like I had, if you built a house, you first saw it in your mind and then you went, went from your mind and your imagination to the sketch or to the architect. Or if you've built a business, it's like first it was just this image that was like brewing around in your mind. And now you've sort of one step, one foot in front of the other, you've created this image into something that's now in your reality. And that's the honest truth. We are all so creative, so imaginative. So just stop any story that you may have that you are not. And the other thing that I want to say is we all use our imagination all of the time. Unfortunately, a lot of us are using our imagination to trigger anxiety and worry. Like really think about it. How often do you find your mind wandering to like, oh God, what if they judge me? Or like, what if it fails? Or what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't happen? What if, what if, what if? What if and going down that rabbit hole in your mind is literally using your imagination to put your attention and focus on an undesired outcome. And when we do that, we trigger nerves, we trigger fear, we trigger anxiety. So we're all using our imagination, but nine times out of 10, it's not being used in a way to trigger empowering, excited, pumped up feelings. And a lot of the time, like people say things to me all the time, like, how are you so positive all the time? Or like, aren't you nervous? Or aren't you? And I'm like, do you know what? I actually, and I think it's because of the way I was raised. It's like, well, there's no point thinking about that until it's happened. Don't create a problem until it's happened. Like, why would you worry about that? It's out of your control. And so I've kind of been programmed from a young age to just not let my imagination go to places that don't serve me. And since obviously starting a mindset company and and being quite involved in this, the more I realize the power of where our attention and our imagination goes, the more automatic it's become for me to only use my imagination and my attention to focus on all of the things that could happen and all of the things that I want to pull into existence and how amazing it's going to be when it does happen. So if I ever have that thought and I feel my attention and my imagination starting to go, oh, well, this could happen and that could happen. And what if this happens? I'm like, so I catch it. And I'm like, well, what if the best thing ever happens? Cause that's just as much a possibility. And when I focus my attention and my imagination on all of the things that I desire or want, that's when things start to feel really good. And from that feel good energy, you make different choices, you show up differently, and therefore you get better results. So let's not spend any of our time using our imagination to set us up for worry, failure, and bad emotional states. So let's get into visualization. So Let's start with the why, because I find for so many people, like until they understand why visualization is so powerful and and why um, to do it in terms of the science, it, it's harder to get on board. So I'm going to give you just a little bit of the why. Why we use visualization is because what it does is it can trigger, like I've kind of just mentioned, using your imagination can trigger an emotional state and it can actually trigger bodily responses. Like when you really think about that, it's actually pretty obvious. We're using our imagination all the time to trigger, like if you are, I don't know, getting turned on by somebody just with your imagination, you're probably going to have physical responses. If you 
I don't know, look at a menu and your brain just literally pictures the food that you love, you will get a bodily response. Your mouth will literally start salivating. And it is because your subconscious mind, when it sees an image, it doesn't know that it isn't in reality. It doesn't know that you are just imagining and that it is just your imagination. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is imaginary and what is real. And so not only can we trigger different bodily responses, like, you know, by just simply like visualizing a happy memory, for example, you can trigger all of the hormonal responses and the biochemical responses that will drop all of your happiness chemicals, your dopamine and your serotonin simply by recalling a happy memory. Or athletes use this, for example. They can use their imagination and mental rehearsal to trigger a drop of cortisol because good stress in good in small doses for a specific task is a good thing. So athletes use this as well. Um, so we can trigger physical responses in the body, which sometimes is great, And sometimes it's not great. We can trigger a massive dump of cortisol or stress hormone by imagining some stressful situation which has not even occurred yet. So there's the physical response and, of course, the emotional response that follows. And if you really think about how powerful that is, that you can use your imagination to trigger an emotional state, really think about the gravity of this. Your emotional state dictates how you behave. And how you behave is what creates your results. If you are behaving out of a place of calm and a place of, or a place of excitement and confidence because you've seen an image in your imagination that's actually lowered all of your stress hormones and you are coming from a really calm place, of course you are going to think differently. You're going to act and behave differently and you're going to get different results. So let's start using our imagination to trigger an emotional state that serves us. So there is that. There is the imagination which causes an emotional and a physical state in the body. And B, and this is where it gets really fun for me as a mindset coach that loves reprogramming the subconscious mind, B is that repetitive visualization reprograms your subconscious mind. Now, I can't quite articulate just within this podcast the gravity of this, Um If you're in Level Up Your Life, you'll understand. If you're not, definitely get on the wait list because subconscious reprogramming is basically the way to transform your whole life. Um, When you repetitively use visualization in the way that I'll explain in a moment, you are, through repetition, reprogramming your subconscious mind. And now your subconscious mind is actually responsible for 95% of your behavior. So a lot of us use our conscious or our thinking brain to try to use willpower to will ourselves to, you know, new behaviors. That's not where it's at. We want to be using our subconscious or our emotional mind. And when we use visualization, we are reprogramming. And when we reprogram our subconscious mind, we can also change our identity. And our identity is... I can't really articulate this enough. I've said this so many times, this podcast, you will never outperform your identity. So if you start seeing yourself in your visualization as the person that you want to become and you do it time and time and time again, like I said in the beginning, your subconscious mind doesn't know that it's just an imagination, that it's just a visualization. It thinks that it is you. This vision that you are seeing in your mind, it actually, it's like mental rehearsal. 
It sees the version of you in your mind, that version of you that you want to become or that goal that you want to achieve. It sees it as a vision having already been achieved. And then it starts to believe that it's already happened. It reprograms your identity and your subconscious. And then you start behaving differently based on what is stored inside of the subconscious mind. So once it's in there, you will never outperform it. Once it's in your subconscious mind, once it's stored inside that part of your brain, it sets the trajectory. It sets the trajectory for how you're going to act and respond to certain situations and it sets the trajectory for your life essentially. So that's a little bit of why. Now there are a few different types and I've sort of spoken about those. The one that I'm going to talk about the most and the reason I'm going to talk about this one is actually because I have decided (laughs) when recording this podcast to give you guys a free visualization track if it's something that you're interested in. And this one is one that's in particular for goal setting. So it's a goal setting slash manifestation visualization and it's guided and it's a nice quick 10 minute one. It'll all be linked in the show notes and in the um, bio on my Instagram page. I recommend you use it every single day. Um, and now this is got, so this is sort of getting into how to use this track or how to use a visualization for goal setting and manifestation. So the process is first, you want to have a really clear outcome in mind. And people often ask me like, oh, does it matter which vision or which goal? And I say simply, no, not really. Like, what are you focusing on at the moment? What is the big goal that you're really uh, driven to at the moment? What is the big outcome that you, like, for example, how I've used this in my business, right? I've always had a pretty strong and clear vision of what my dream business looked like. And when I was driving up and down the freeway to my regular job, I had this vision in my mind of what it would look like. And I could see myself like on my laptop from all kinds of different locations. Thank you very much, COVID, for fucking that up. But I'm sure it's coming. I had this vision in my mind of like all, like I was on my laptop. I was coaching women. I was coaching. At the time, I actually had a vision. And this is something that I'll actually speak to. At the time, my vision was actually focusing on um, helping teenage, young teenage girls. And obviously, as my business has grown and evolved and I've evolved, my business has changed a lot too. I work with lots of different women and all age groups. And the thing, the point that I'm making here is don't get too caught up on like, oh gosh, what if I, what if it changes or what if I get it wrong or what if I don't have the the absolute specifics yet? What you want to focus on is the emotion that you feel when you see it. And that, because the thing about the subconscious mind is to reprogram it, we need two things. We need repetition and we need emotion. You want to be feeling such a great, high energy, high vibrational emotion when you're seeing this vision because it's the emotion that does all the rewiring of the subconscious. So I would be driving up and down the freeway getting really emotional thinking about, and there were so many different visions. Like one day it was this big vision, like it would be the big business vision of like, I'd leave my career and I would have this full-time online business where I could help people, but still travel and I'd have all this freedom. And then there was a few, I remember a real specific visualization uh, down the freeway in particular And I was visualizing, this was when me and Paul and I were looking for a house and I had this vision of like what their dream house would look like. And I would just like visualize it down the freeway. And I I remember being like really emotional, just picturing 
standing in front of a sold sign with my dad, I just, I don't know, it just really brought me to tears. And then of course, not long after I had that real life photo because it all happened and the house was even better than what I had in my mind. Um, but it can be anything and how I use it in my business. Like I've got a big vision and sometimes I'll see that and I'll like really tap into that bigger vision and I'll see my like book out there and I'll see like, you know, the business just growing and growing and more lives being changed and more people learning this stuff. And then other times when it's more specific, like I'll be visualizing the, like, for example, my last launch, I really wanted to call in three cohorts and I was visualizing seeing those three cohorts on their Zoom calls, getting a fantastic result, really getting the transformation that they were after. And I was visualizing seeing like all the registration emails come in. And I was using it that way. So it can be anything, but what's important is that you have an outcome in mind and that you are emotionally excited by it. Like you are really actually lit up. So if you don't know what that is yet, that's where it takes a little bit of time journaling and and exploring and it's completely okay to explore. It could be a version of you that is maybe a bit fitter or a bit healthier or goes to the gym a lot and is sort of, or maybe it can be like the version of you who is really confident showing up online, the version of you who is confident, I don't know, speaking to guys if you're manifesting somebody, I don't know, the version of you who is in a really, really happy relationship. There's so many different outcomes that you can use to visualize. What's important is that you've got the outcome and that you're emotionally attached. So for this particular visualization where you're doing an outcome or a goal, it's nice to have a journal, maybe doing a bit of journaling first so you know what it is that you're actually going to focus on and knowing the outcome. Now, just quickly, another type of visualization that I use quite regularly, especially um, with clients who are really nervous about something or they've experienced a lot of anxiety around a particular task. For example, I've had in the past um, people who are really afraid of public speaking. Uh, I have even used this when I've had speaking presentations to do and speaking events. I visualize the successful completion of that task. So I, I, and I'll walk you through the process in a moment for exactly how to get yourself into the perfect state for visualizing, but I get myself into the visualizing process and I get myself really nice and relaxed. And then I will visualize myself moving through that presentation with confidence. And I will visualize seeing like the audience's faces and their smiles and their claps at the end. And I'll visualize myself like really satisfied at the end of it. Or if I've got a client who's really, really nervous about showing up on stories or anything, they'll visualize themselves doing it in a really calm state. And they'll see in their mind that task being successfully completed. And if you even, for example, I used to use it a lot, like the successful completion of like when I was procrastinating from a workout, I would use it then to see myself finishing the workout and feeling so fucking good because everybody knows how good it feels to finish a real nice sweaty workout. I see myself having finished it and that usually triggers me into going straight into the gym because I want, I'm chasing that feeling after. So that's another way to use it. Um, now, very quickly, a few things that you want to sort of keep in mind when you're going into visualization is A, you want to spend some time really focusing on nice, big, deep, long breaths because when you are 
activating that parasympathetic nervous system state from the long breaths, you are more likely to be able to relax and the mind, all of the mind chatter will sort of calm down. And the more relaxed we are, the more our, our conscious thinking mind, that monkey brain that wants to chatter, the more it quietens down. And we want it to be quiet because we want to be really focusing on the vision. So focus on really long, deep breaths. Get yourself in a really comfortable position. And if you're going to do it as like a real solid practice, try to do it either. I would say right before you go to sleep is really powerful or when you've just woken up. If you can't do it this way and if you don't have 10, 15 minutes to actually dedicate to sitting down and relaxing and just doing it as a little bit of a like an actual intentional practice, that's absolutely fine. You can still use visualization all the time. I use it when I'm driving, when I'm walking, like my imagination is always on and I'm always brewing up new ideas and seeing the end result and visualizing as often as I can. I would suggest that you try to carve out some time to do it really like a a guided visualization practice every day. But if you can't, Also, don't make it, don't make it this big thing where like, oh, I've got to do my visualization and now it's feeling stressful. Just whenever you've got, you know, when you're cooking, when you're doing folding laundry, start to focus your attention and intention on a desired outcome and what it's going to look like and hold on to the vision and see it. Everything in this universe was first created in someone's mind. Everything was created twice. And the first thing was in somebody's mind. So, I hope that kind of answers all of the questions that were flooding my inbox about visualization. Honestly, it is the best practice. I think it's the most underutilized and it's not your fault. It's not your fault. I'm not going to rant about the education system, but our our imagination and our using our imagination, we're usually told to stop daydreaming. I say, bring on daydreaming, bring back the daydreaming and you use the daydreaming in a way that serves you. So if you would like to give it a try, I have created a freebie because I just really wanted you to experience it. Don't judge yourself. You can't be getting it wrong. There is absolutely no way to get it wrong. The more you practice, the easier it becomes. And it's a really great way to just to become aware of your thoughts because so much of the time we're actually using our imagination to trigger feelings of worry and fear and anxiety and nothing good comes from that. So if you would like to give it a try, you can either click the link in these show notes or you can go over to Miss Mindset underscore and the link is in my bio. It would mean so much to me if you DM me or tag me and let me know how it goes and if if it felt good for you. I would just love, love, love to hear from you to know that it's helping somebody and that you're using it. Uh, So let me know how you go. Enjoy it and do it as often as you can. Like I said, the subconscious mind needs a lot of repetition. So enjoy and I will see you here next week. Bye.